0: If you're out on the road Living like you wanna podcast, <laughs> all you, you, have, you to have to do, do is, is type in drunk of <laughs> a bug <book>, and you'll <laughs> find us <laughs> where you leave. <laughs> we will be there <laughs> anywhere you <laughs> that you, you want, want us to. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Olivia.
1: Hi Ashley. Welcome to Drunk with the Book Club. A podcast for lonely, drunk bookcasters. Cheers. Cheers. Ding. 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 Ding, ding. What <laughs> are you drinking? That's pretty.
0: This is called. Oh, you sent that to me. Things for your head. Piña colada hard seltzer.
1: Yum. I I, guess. I don't think I read what it was. Did you send me that picture, or did Michael? Michael did, but I don't know if Things for Your
0: Head is the brand.
1: Mm, I don't even know flavor. where he got it. Mm.
0: It's good, though. It's not super-duper strong, but it definitely has a coconutty taste.
1: Yeah. What are you drinking? I also am drinking hard seltzer. Oh. Cherry Blossom and Lime. Yum. Quirk. I just saw this um, brand at Whole Foods, and it's really good. It looks cute, too. It doesn't have any of that, like, fake flavor. Oh, that's good. It's carbonated water, alcohol from sugar, and then real cherry juice and lime juice. Oh, damn. Yeah. So it's legit. Yeah. I mean, it's like, why even buy White Claws and stuff? Why? This is so much better. Why? When you could
0: have Quirk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or things for your head. I don't want
0: to understand that fully, but...
1: (laughs) But, I don't know. I like that label, though. Alright,
0: what did we read? We read your book by Seth Rogen, which I'm holding up to show you (laughs) as if you did not also read it.
1: (laughs) I just realized I held it up when you did also, so we are showing each
0: other. Anyways, uh, what was this book about?
1: This book, according to Seth Rogen, is a collection of real stories that he was asked to write. <laughs> um, or sorry, a collection of true stories. True stories. Not real. They're not um, real, so- but they're <laughs> true. So it is a collection of stories, obviously written by Seth Rogen, about his childhood, coming into comedy, life in LA, life in Canada... Um, pretty much up to publication date.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it goes up until twenty twenty.
0: Um, no, oh, even twenty twenty one. Cause didn't he mention the, the capital?
1: Oh yeah, it goes into twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, well, that felt like twenty twenty. I felt like yeah. I forgot that that was this year. <laughs> yeah. What <the> fuck? Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, a collection of stories about all of that. Yes. From the- 80s until today and reading there was something he wrote in there that was like yeah this happened in 1988 so I was six and I was like dang Seth Rodin is only like eight years older than me and look at everything that he's done with his life how is that possible
0: I when I was reading it I was like wait how I didn't I don't know I thought I was closer in age to him So, actually, I had, like, the opposite. Like, I was like, oh, he's older than I thought. Like, for some reason, I thought, (laughs) maybe, I don't know. Are we closer in age to Jonah Hill? Yes. Maybe that. Maybe I just thought they were, like, the same age. Because they've been in a lot of movies together.
1: They've been in a lot of movies together, but essentially, like, I think Jonah Hill is supposed to be, like, the young Seth Rogen in some of those movies. like, in Superbad. Bad, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, because
0: so. you know that Seth is like besties or good friends with my
1: celebrity crush. I know, and he mentions him in the book. He
0: mentioned my celebrity crush in the book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My embarrassing celebrity crush, I'm like a little embarrassed to share that on the podcast. Why are you embarrassed? I don't know, because like usually when people have celebrity crushes, it's like, I don't know. They're like, you, your celebrity crush is Lenny Kravitz. That's true. Who's like the sexiest man alive? Yeah, has he
1: ever won sexiest man alive?
0: Probably. He better have. (laughs) Wait, let's ask the. Is Lenny Kravitz the sexiest man alive? Um, it thought I asked, where is Lenny Kravitz, the sexiest man alive? But the answer from Pinterest says Lenny Kravitz is one of the sexiest men alive. Um, Yeah, according
1: to that person.
0: There's a CBS uh, article that says, sexiest men alive, question mark?
1: Hmm. And then it says, Lenny
0: Kravitz, age 39, personal, the son of the late actress, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Anyways, I don't know if he's won it. Oh, wait. Voted sexiest singer alive.
1: Uh, has Lenny Kravitz ever been named sexiest man alive?
0: Lenny Kravitz has a very flirty interview with Australia. Australia?
1: Australian? He's never won. But stupid what's-his-name can win? Who? The singer? The singer?
0: Gwen's new husband? Oh, God, yeah. He's, who was he sexy
1: to? I don't know.
0: Blake I saw a TikTok.
1: Shelton. That's it. I saw a TikTok that was, like, some pretty convincing reasons why Blake Shelton, they believe he secretly owns people. Oh. Because he's been in it more than, like, I can't remember who, but, like, some Real famous people. Not even for that, just like he is in People Magazine like oh, thousands of times.
0: Oh, uh, oh. More than when like. When you said, <laughs> when you said he owns people, <laughs> I thought you meant like, he like has dirt on like people in the industry. Oh, I thought <laughs> you meant owns the magazine. Owns the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he owns
1: people, like people are owned by <laughs> He owns people. He has information on everybody. That's right. Okay, okay. So no, people think that he... he owns owns the magazine. But I have a different theory which is wrong. <laughs> but that it's Gwen Because people are like her. Their wedding was, like, the cover of People Magazine, and, like, I think it was, like, Prince Harry's wasn't even, like, <laughs> uh, in People Magazine nearly as much. Like, they were, like, like a little side thing Why or would something.
0: people care about Gwen and Blake's marriage more than the fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. royal wedding? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then, her wedding to what's-his-name from Bush... Was also on the cover of People magazine and all throughout it, and she is on People magazine all the time. Maybe
0: she does partly own it. Maybe that's how they got together. In their co ownership of People magazine.
1: <laughs> We're excited for this rumor to catch on. Or
0: maybe he was like really into her even back then, and he was like, "Let's put her
1: wedding on the cover. She's hot. We gotta, we gotta cover her and Gavin's wedding. I hate that Gavin guy." <laughs> Yeah, no,
0: that dude is not the sexiest man alive. That's offensive that he won. And
1: Lenny Kravitz hasn't won? Excuse me? Okay, sorry. Your celebrity crush is... Okay, so my
0: celebrity crush is Jason (laughs) Segel. And I feel like just people don't generally consider him, like, sexiest man alive material. But, like, to me, I... Whenever I see him in a movie or a show, I'm just obsessed. Like, obsessed.
1: And I can't help it. I mean, he's very attractive and he's funny. I know it's that combo. It's just like kills me and just like it's that I'm, combo. I'm jelly. I know. I know. Well, I mean, I also have a crush on like Seth Rogen mm-hmm. and what's that guy from Bridesmaids? They're all like the same guy.
0: Oh, you mean who plays the, the, the British guy? I
1: know. Yeah. I died when I watched him in Bridesmaids. I was just like, I'm dead.
0: This guy's. <laughs> I. Yeah. No. No. I like died. I died.
1: They're all like tall, goofy, white dudes. I know!
0: And I just really wish that wasn't a type that I had.
1: <laughs> like, it's an embarrassing type to have. I think that's what I I'm trying to say. Right. I didn't think I had that type, except for those three guys.
0: And I mean, the fact that you do have that for those three guys is indicative of the fact that you probably have that type, just in general.
1: I know. I guess they just don't exist in real life. True. <laughs> That's a good you know point.
0: That's a good point
1: Yeah Show me a tall white guy That's funny like that <laughs> the, I ain't seen it
0: The face you said that with Like
1: <laughs> I haven't seen it Okay so Typically I have... like tall people Don't have to be funny It's Yeah that is that's true that's why I always Date short people
0: <laughs> <laughs> So I have okay, so... like been Openly crushing on Jason Siegel For a while. (laughs) For, like, years, basically. Like, ever since I saw him in Freaks and Geeks, basically. Um, And Michael is, like, very insecure about my crush on Jason (laughs) Segel.
1: Which I think is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious, because,
0: like, why would you be insecure about a celebrity crush? But he literally thinks... That I have a chance with Jesus.
1: <laughs> like he, just, he has Was genuinely been like in town at one point.
0: Yes, apparently he likes the Monterey area. Apparently he's like he likes the aquarium. He likes Castroville. People <laughs> like there. Are, I know people who have met him, like on the street in yeah. Carmel. Like I I know people who have like seen him places in this town. So to Michael's mind. The fact that Jason Siegel likes the Monterey area (laughs) and comes to this area frequently enough for like people to have stories about him. He has it in his mind that like I would be on the street, I would run into Jason and be like, You're my celebrity crush, and he'd be like, You're my non-celebrity crush. And then we'd hook up. Let's go. Michael
1: would be left in the dust. (laughs) You throw your ring away and you say, Bye, Michael. I got Jason.
0: Oh, the other thing is, I, I don't, don't like referring him to, as as his name Jason. To me, like, Jason, it's like an mm-mm. It's gotta be yeah, Jason I mean, Siegel.
1: Yeah, J names are, like, not great. No. You know. I so, would never call him sense. Jason.
0: I couldn't call him just Jason. When Home we son. get together.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. Anyways. Michael has the confidence for you yeah. that I have about myself. Where I'm like... <laughs> obviously if this person meets me in real life this celebrity crush we're gonna get married like next week
0: obviously when you meet Seth Rogen he's gonna leave his wife for you his wife was 17 wife.
1: years for you yeah. <laughs> obviously like, <laughs> hello and if not then we're gonna be best friends that I do like, have the confidence for I see yeah it. yeah yeah it's like Either we're gonna be best friends or we're gonna like fall in love. I just can't wait to meet Frank Ocean because like
0: it's been too long for us not to be hanging out all the time.
1: Right. That's true. It has been all the time. It really has been. (laughs) I mean, I see no lies with what you just said. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. I'm trying to think of who else any comedian. That's how I feel. (laughs) If I think you're funny, I've watched your stand-up special. <laughs> you obviously are just <laughs> when you meet, meet my me, friend. You are either going to be my best friend or we are going to get married. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Duh. That's true. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> like yes. I don't see what the problem is here. That is,
0: speaking of problems, one of the problems of us reading these <laughs> books by famous people is that then I feel a lot of ownership over them. Like, I'm friends with them. Because I've, like, heard their stories. I've read it in their voice. I'm like, yeah, of course Phoebe Robinson is my bestie. Amy Poehler, we hung out so much. Like, no, Ashley, you just read a fucking book. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I know. Gosh, I have a hard time with reality, I guess. Same. (laughs) Separating myself from reality and my dream world. That reminds Um, me of our...
0: Our podcast friends that I don't think they're making their podcast anymore.
1: Oh yeah, fake besties with besties, Best, fake besties, uh, yeah. They were great. They were great. Yeah. And I related to that. Hard, hard relate. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like
1: I, I just watched the finale of Making It. Do you mm-hmm. watch that show? No, I've never seen it. Oh my god, I love it because I love Amy Poehler and mm-hmm. I love Nick Offerman. But you watched it, and you're like, obviously, Amy Poehler or Nick Offerman are my best friends. They're obviously talking directly to me. Of course. In this Hulu television yes. program. Yes, exactly. Duh. I mean, that And now really... I'm seeing how you're interacting with, like, just the people on the show. So, clearly, you will become best friends with them. Yes. So, you'll... I'm funnier. I'm more interesting. <laughs> Duh! <laughs> Hello. Hello. God. Jesus. It's just so difficult to be honest. Uh, yeah.
0: It's like people are
1: slipping. I know. So you mentioned like reading these books and you hear their stories. I literally read this in Seth Rogen's voice.
0: Oh, yeah. Big time. Yes. But I couldn't
1: not hear yes. his voice the yes. whole time. Yes. It's 100%. Also, like any part where I laughed, it's like I would hear his laughter. <laughs> it was just in there.
0: So. Um. Yeah, wait, we should jump into, like, what did you think? Like, tell me more. What was your experience of reading the book?
1: <laughs> I thought it was good. It was a really quick read.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, Like, it took me a couple days just because I put it down. <laughs> but, like, I probably could have just sat down and read it in one oh, day. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I thought it was funny there, I started putting little stars next to things in oh, the beginning, good job. <laughs> and then I stopped. <laughs> uh, Damn it! Let's see. Oh, <clears throat> uh, oh, I. One of them was just, I guess, like, <clears throat> this is how you write a joke, and I was like, oh, that's good to know. <laughs> also, I'm For gonna here. be a comedian. right here. <laughs> Like, what? Comedy career, <laughs> yeah. my budding comedy career.
0: Oh yeah, that's the one where he talks about being like a thirteen-year-old stand-up. I'm like, that
1: was yeah, so fucking funny. Okay, so going back to him being only eight years older than us, that's part of it where I was like, how amazing to know what you've wanted to do since you were thirteen years old. I know. I still don't know what I want to do, and I'm in school for another career. I'm just hoping for the best. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah.
0: How do you know that? I mean, he's been... Yeah, because he was like, like... He talks about that. What was it? He was 16 when he was in Freaks and Geeks?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what... That was my dream when I was that age. I was like, why can't my parents just take me to L.A. to get a, an agent? I just... I want to be an... I need to be an actor so
1: bad. <laughs> I know. I was there at that True. age. You were and there. Still nothing. There. there was at Coachella. Someone from MTV came up to me and was like, "Hey, do you want to be on this reality show?" And I don't remember what it was. And I was like, "Absolutely, I do." <laughs> and I started signing the paperwork. And oh they were shit! Like, do you have an ID? And I was like, "No." They're like, why? And I was like, because I'm 16. And they're like, oh, you do. Oh, damn. And
0: I was like, no. You could have been on that of Flav
1: -flav show. Oh, my God. What if that's what it was? What reality show came out in, like, 2006 or 2007? Teen Mom.
0: (laughs) They're like, we're going to go find you a partner, get you pregnant. (laughs) That's actually how Teen Mom started. They didn't find already would've... pregnant <laughs> teens. They <laughs> yeah. made sure that they got pregnant. It was very right controversial, <laughs> it <was> very calculated. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm trying to think. It must have been like a real world or something. Oh, what else damn. would have been on at that time? I know, maybe it was survivor. Which means <laughs> survivor was not MTV. Oh, I'm just teasing. <laughs> oh, I'm like really thinking. You this. never would have survived. But, no, I would not have survived. What <laughs> I'm thinking though, because. Was it? Oh no! San Francisco was the first real world. Oh yeah, that right? was like
0: early '90s, like '94. I, and I have like... no idea.
1: Yeah, whatever. Um, we'll have to the look other at thing it. I, s- <laughs> the other thing I starred was that Cotton Eye Joe is by a Swedish band. I did not know that. I did not know that, um, and their gimmick was that they dressed up like the villains in Deliverance. I knew none of this, and that they had albums.
0: I did not know they have albums. I think he's making a joke about how they look country hickish. About what they dress yeah, up. Yeah, maybe. I think. But I... That makes sense. Definitely didn't know any of that. I think that my papa used to have Cotton Eye Joe as his ringtone. <laughs> I think. Just like just love sticking in me. my head. So I... That's amazing. Read most of this book right before bed. Like... I, like, that's usually mm-hmm. my reading time when I'm in bed. And I'm usually, mm-hmm. like, awake with my little sun sunset and sunrise clock. And then Michael's, like, asleep mm-hmm. next to me. <sighs> that was difficult with this book because I had to stifle a lot of laughter.
1: A lot of laughter. I was, yeah.
0: like, holding it back so as not to wake anybody else up. And it was tough. It was really tough. What parts were you laughing at? Oh, God. I wish I read... It was, like... I, I can't even remember, like, specifically which lines, and I didn't mark them, but there were just some some fucking lines that were just so funny and killed yeah. me. So I would say, yeah. if, if you're going to read this, excuse me, I just burped. Um, if you're going to read this, don't read it while you're trying to be quiet, because I don't yeah. think that you can do it. It's a, it's a a It's a challenge.
1: Yeah, it's it is a challenge. a challenge. Yeah. I'm trying... There was one... I was, like, giggling a lot through it. There was one chapter where I laughed a lot, and now I wish that I... I think I laughed for
0: the, uh... The Angry Whopper,
1: where... Oh, yeah, that's the one I thought. <laughs> a lot. The thought that he had a seizure, <laughs> And, like, all of that was funny, but it was the part where the lady sitting next to him was like, you didn't have yeah. a seizure, No. <laughs> and she was like... You were just sleeping with your mouth open and your head was back and we hit turbulence. I imagined that the- that I just could see it. And I was
0: like, I, I remember can't I like that. I looked into the mirror and was like Oh yeah, that's what it looks like. She said I think you were just sleeping in a funny position with your head kind of cocked back and your mouth was open and we were hitting a bit of turbulence. So your head started bouncing around in a weird way. And with all the sweating, I think the flight attendant was
1: confused. With all the sweating, that was... (laughs) The sweating. I know. Well, and like the flight attendant and the doctor, I think, also commented on how much he was sweating. (laughs) Oh that one was, it, that really one was funny. so good. That and I was think amazing.
0: Also, in that same chapter, the the dad, it was the it was in that same chapter that the dad yeah. hurt his father in law being
1: too high happened, and that yeah. was
0: fucking funny as shit.
1: I know. I was actually just about to say too. I'd heard him t- tell that story in an interview, Uh-huh. and so I kind of wished that I didn't, mm. I hadn't heard it already. Mm-hmm. Because I think I, I mean, it's amazing to read. I laughed a lot reading it still, but I think I would have laughed harder. Yes. If that was my first time reading it. And it was a moment like that. And also when they're talking about, um, like where they would hang out in high school, the diagrams that are drawn in there. Yes. So good. Are so good. But that was the one, the diagram of the restaurant. It just says like. Scott, me, empty chair. <laughs> and has the drawings of like a full chair. I love of it. people. I love yeah. it. So good. That was
0: so fucking funny. Uh,
1: but yeah, and with the school, the Caresdale yes. or whatever. Yes. Um, I remember I like looked at the map. I was like, okay, cool. I know all this stuff. Great. And I was like, then I turned and I was reading about it. I was like, oh yeah, Seven Eleven behind <laughs> behind Seven Eleven. Great. <laughs> it helped it did help yeah, it, it did, did help. help it did help and then when they were approaching the guys that were gonna beat up the other guy i was like okay so they're oh they're right there yeah that's not a lot of time for them to get back
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: um yeah i loved this
0: i i also i'm like just flipping through the nicholas cage chapter also made me laugh oh my
1: god <laughs> So, that's why I was thinking a lot about Evan and Alex, because they had that rule that only Nick Cage movies were allowed in our home, and <laughs> the three of us lived Oh, together. my God. <laughs> and they'd always do that, like, take your face off. And I've never seen a Nick Cage movie, like, I don't know, but-
0: Wait, you never <laughs> saw, always like, t- National Treasure?
1: I guess I saw National tre- Treasure.
0: Thank God. That is, is that a- the one I saw? Scenario. Yeah, that's
1: the one I saw. At its peak. I saw it in the theaters, <laughs> and that's the only time I ever saw it. It sounds like remember. you're, like, reticently admitting that. <laughs> well, Jenna's dad knew Nick Cage, and Whoa. so he was like, you guys gotta go see Nick's movie. Wow. And so we went, and so I just went so that John would be like, great job, Olive, and then that's it. Proximity to greatness right there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he knew he knew a lot of people.
0: Well, okay, so you know how he's the part that was cracking me up was like the whole conversation of about him wanting to play a white Bahamian. Yeah. Bohemian. Baham- how do you pronounce?
1: Bo-ha- it? Bohemian. Bohemian. I think it's Bohemian. Bohemian. Yeah.
0: Okay. Either way, I swear to God, I literally the night that I read this piece, this this piece, this chapter. This piece. <laughs> We had literally just watched True True Romance. Like, literally just watched True Romance. Yes. And so as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh my god, that's so weird. It's just like that movie we watched. And then literally he was like, (laughs) yep, aside from the fact that it had been done in True Romance, I was like, yes, I just fucking watched it tonight. It was like, and I had nobody to, Michael was already asleep, and I was like, not near my phone, and I totally would have texted you to be like, this is wild, but it's like, not really that wild. It was just like, wild. Right. Anyways. That was my wild serendipity moment.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that Nick Cage chapter so much. And I love that at the end, he meets up with them again. Just be like, did you tell Franco this? Yes. No. And he does the same thing. Like, I forgot I have to go. I fucking loved it. That was so good. (laughs) Oh my god. I can't imagine, like, being called to a meeting two times with the same famous movie star <laughs> that you want to try and like maybe keep on your dread side yeah. and both times it ends with him saying oh my god sorry i forgot i have to go <laughs> and runs out so funny oh my god it's amazing that was great i mean same with the what's his name Tom Cruise chapter. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, "If you just give me a second, I can tell you all about." I was really hoping that he got the pitch. I, know. I was so
0: disappointed that they didn't like take the bait.
1: I know. I really wanted to hear about it, but I also get it. I would probably be like, "Nah, I'm it. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, but he
0: in in his like book jacket. Yeah. What yeah. Did, at one point he says. I also talk about some of my adventures in Los Angeles and surely say things about other famous people that will create a wildly awkward conversation for me at a party one day. And so, yeah, I read that before I started reading the book. Sorry, I keep on burping. Um, That's okay. Anyways, and I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever when I read that. But then there were like, especially in some of the later chapters, I was like kind of shocked about some of the people who put on blast, which I fucking loved. I was like, oh, I'm there for it.
1: Damn, dude, you said their whole name with your whole chest. And I was like, this is great. This is great. There was only one where he was like, a comedian does like blah, 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 who I won't mention. And I was like, who is that? <laughs> like, I can't even remember what it was. And I was like, come on, you've said everybody else. Like, tell me who that comedian is. Yeah.
0: That um, was great. I yeah. Was like, this is, I'm here for it. This is why I feel like I'm friends with him.
1: Right. Probably. Oh, no, he just goes full on. And I am here for it. 100%. There were a bunch of moments in this book where he is like, so I did this. And I was like, dang. Like, you have just no fear about anything. (laughs) And he jokes about it in the beginning where he's like, that's why kids do acrobats. Like, Mm -hmm. because they don't know they'll get hurt. But I'm like, you also do some really, like far out there things (laughs) and have like no fear for repercussions at all which like he does mention the beginning a little bit like referring to weed he was like I am like a white man I have very yeah yeah, yeah. the chances of me getting seriously in trouble are very low but I feel like he just lives his whole life knowing that like I know the chances of me getting in serious trouble are very minimal so I'm just gonna do anything I want like, and I'm kind of here for it.
0: Like, he went to one of those meetings he went to with, like, a big wig and, like, got totally stoned beforehand. Yeah. For me, as somebody who, like, rarely smokes because I just, I can't really handle it. My tolerance is low yeah. and I get anxious. Like, obviously, very different from him. <laughs> like, as yeah. he said, he's like, this is how I cope with the difficult world. This is how I cope with, like, yeah. a difficult mental situation. Like, state. But the thought of, like, smoking and then going to, like, a big meeting makes
1: me want to die. Like, makes me... I I could never. No. I could never. I know. Well, (laughs) and I think that's part... Well, I got it for him. Like, he's said it before in this book and just in general. Like, he does need it to kind of help him just get through the day, Right. you know? So it's a little bit different. But some of the situations, like, there was one... Was it when he was, like, on MDMA mm-hmm. and it was still in his system for yes. his meeting the next morning? Yes. So I was like, oh my god. Yes. But also, like, those people sound like terrible people, yes. so. totally. I'm not, I don't blame him for going in and still being all messed up. Yeah. But, like, um, also that whole thing, story was so interesting. Did you ever see the interview? I, I watched it recently. Okay, okay, okay. Um. But I remember when it came out, and I remember all the controversy around it, and yes. then I remember not really ever hearing anything again. Yes. And so, it it was on, like, Hulu or something recently. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. But even still, I was like, I don't really remember everything. Like, I don't really remember what the whole problem was. I knew, obviously, like, North Korea didn't like it. Yeah. But, you know... That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't really know like what, but so reading about all of that, that whole story, was so interesting. Yes. In all the different steps of the controversy, yes. all the changes they had to make to it. Yes, then Obama literally being <laughs> yes. like, "Yeah, I think they made the wrong choice by pulling this movie." And they movie. all cheered. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obama. And then on our all side. those people, yeah, like leaving the company or like, um stepping down from their jobs. Yeah. And that one guy owning, like, Snapchat now made me feel really good about deleting that a while ago. Mm, right? Yes. Um, I, lo- I liked that chapter just for my own, like, mm-hmm. I want to know all about this drama.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting because, like, I vaguely remember that movie coming out, and I remember at the time just being like, I don't give a fuck, this sounds silly. Like... Yeah. At the time I was fully uninterested in the movie and so fully uninterested in the controversy I was just like, who the right. fuck cares? But then reading this yeah. reading the chapter made me like, oh, now I wanna watch now I guess I didn't really think about the implications at the time. I was like not thinking about like I was like, Why would you make that movie? It sounds ridiculous anyways. And I wasn't thinking yeah. about like how I mean the point that he brings up and the point that I guess Obama said, which was like if you're, if we're gonna let like a dictatorship censor, like the movies we make as a completely different nation, like that's disconcerting. Like that's probably problematic, right? Right. Um, right. So, anyways, then I was like, well, shit. Now I need to know what the controversy. Like now I need to watch <laughs> yeah. it. And s- then, yeah. then I was thinking about like, you know, he's mentioning a bunch of the movies that he made, and the one that I like most recently have watched again is super bad. Like I. We watch mm-hmm. Superbad probably maybe, like, once a year or something, because it's really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then I was like, maybe I need to do a Seth Rogen binge. Maybe I need to go watch all of his movies, including the ones I never saw. And so yeah. I think that's my next, uh, my next movie task.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's kind of how I watched it. Like, I just typed in Seth Rogen on mm. Roku and whatever popped up. I watched. I've watched a few that I was like, well, I've never heard of this movie before. Like, which? Which one? Uh, I watched... There's one where he's, like, driving across the country with his mom. His mom in the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's called... I don't think it's as simple as Road Trip. I don't know. Maybe it is. It's called Seth Rogen um, Drives Across the Country with His Mom. <laughs> exactly. Um. But it was cute. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um... I've seen Fifty Fifty. I haven't seen that one. Uh, it's not even coming up in the list of movies. Uh oh. Seth Rogen. He's disavowed that one.
0: <laughs> Isn't it with Driving. like a famous woman who plays his mom? Yeah. Like uh, Susan Sarandon with or somebody mom. like that.
1: That's what I want to say, but it's not Susan Sarandon. It's Barbara Streisand. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Guilt Trip uh, is the name of that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I that. saw that one and then I on also saw one that he just was like appeared in mm. um, with, what's that woman's name that's married to that guy?
0: Oh yeah. Totally. Uh,
1: <laughs> she, <laughs> that blonde woman and she's married to that blonde guy. Seth Rogen and they're on a cruise. I Seth Rogen cruise movie. Uh, It's called Like Father Oh I didn't see that one Kristen Bell Oh okay You know the blonde lady married to the blonde guy
0: Yeah the blonde married um, to the blonde
1: guy And in that movie he has a line Like they're passing on a joint And they're like oh do you want some And he was like oh no thank you I've actually never smoked anything in my life I'm super proud of it <laughs> <laughs> and He has like minimal lines in the movie And I was like that's golden <laughs> I like that a lot <laughs> That was good I like that Um Yeah I recommend going on The Seth Rogen Movie binge I think I will Yeah There's a lot of weird ones Out there I like They're having themes like... And like
0: Yeah Like when Melina Our friend Friend of the pod yes. Melina yeah. And I Were doing a Leonardo DiCaprio Movie binge We did not make it Ooh We We start We started with all of Like the early ones And we st- Yeah <laughs> We didn't get very far because um, he he's in a lot of movies And then I think we just kind of up giving up And we didn't even get to Titanic
1: Oh wow yeah, I will say that's a good point I didn't really do it in a proper way mm. I should look up all the movies he's in And watch them like that oh. I just would like search for Seth Rogen yeah. On different platforms and see what was up
0: That's No that's probably good Because um, if I learned anything from the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, <laughs> Movie-a-thon You might lose momentum So
1: That's true, yeah. that's a good point I want to go back real quick to the book cover, mm, the mm-hmm. inside part of the book. Yes. What is that called? The actual book, not the <laughs> sleeve. Um, <laughs> the cover. And it was funny because looking at all these drawings that are on here, I was like, okay, I can tell who like two of these people are.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, like there's Kanye. Yes. There's Ali G. There's oh, yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. And there's Seth Rogen. And that's kind of all I could tell. But then looking back, and I was like, oh, there's the, there's the lizard king guy from Scientology. Oh. I think these are like the alien-like people. Yes. And then... There's the tiger. There's the tiger. These are the weird, like, them being on mushrooms in Amsterdam and Paris. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, let's see... These are are no, these no. his
0: grandparents?
1: I assume those are his grandparents. Okay. But... So, like, is this his dad, maybe? Oh, maybe. Up there. But, like, who's this blonde lady? I don't know.
0: Is one of the women... Like, is that woman his wife or something? I have no idea what she looks like.
1: Maybe. I can't remember what she looks like. Um, Seth Rogen. It's a very pleasing Lauren.
0: cover. Like, whoever designed this... Kudos, Bravo book cover designer.
1: You did a really nice job. I like it a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that has to be his wife, the brunette. Oh, okay. But, like, yeah, I don't know who all these people are. I want to know. I loved the stories about Kanye. Oh, my God. (laughs) The one where Kanye knocks on his door and asks if he wants to play basketball. Yes. That is another poke moment. Yes. He says he can't, and then. Kanye walks away like a sad little kid. Oh like it's god. just so like gold. Going to your friend's house being like, can they come out oh and play?
0: Oh my god, yes. And
1: also the fact that he was like, It's Kanye East.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, the Kanye yeah. stories were fantastic. It was just like yes. this is gold.
1: It's gold. Yeah. It's so
0: good. I feel like I've heard other people joke about. I think it was Aziz. Didn't Aziz joke about Kanye, like, playing his own music at a party and, like, making everybody listen to it? Okay, yeah. So that is, like, clearly a Kanye thing.
1: Yes. Which is me. I know. (laughs) It's so good. I mean, I feel like. Okay, oh, one thing he brought up, which I thought was really interesting perspective that Mm -hmm. I have. I think most people have no insight to this, is Mm -hmm. that actors interact. Everybody. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And so they tend to be a little bit less like star like. Yes. But musicians literally get to pick and choose who they work with. And so they are not like around common people as much, (laughs) you know? Which I thought was an interesting perspective, but yeah. that just reminded me, because with Kanye, I feel like as Kanye has kind of, as it's gotten closer to present day, mm-hmm. I think he's become more and more isolated. Oh, yeah. And so he probably doesn't really have people that he can show his music to, except for like, Kim. I guess and so. And Kim's so I just like, yeah, great. <laughs> you know? Like, That's if good, someone Kim. likes his music, he's probably like, Cool. Like, can I play you what I'm working on? Also, I've never been, like, a huge Kanye fan. I don't know all of his stuff. But I do know that he has been in the industry forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As someone who, like, wrote beats and produced before he even did his own stuff. Yes. So, like, to me, it also sounds like he's probably, like, yeah, look at this millionth project I finished today. Right. (laughs) Like, I just have excess of stuff I want to share with people. Yes. You know? But also it sounds like, oh, it just sounds like very Kanye to be like, yes. you know, one hundred. listen to me. Yes.
0: <laughs> he's, I think he's like, I always feel my feelings, like a lot of people I'm sure about Kanye are conflicted because I really do think he's like a, an amazing musician. Like mm. I, I genuinely think like he makes like really interesting and good music.
1: But yeah.
0: I feel like, kind of like you were talking about, like, as we get closer to the present day, like, it's very clear to me that he has become pretty surrounded by yes people. And I actually, yeah. I mean, like, especially with the whole, like, running for president and all of his, like, weird fucking Trumpism recently, I, and also hearing about, like, you know, his troubles with take taking medication, um, yeah. for his mental health, I mostly just kind of Feel bad for him, you know? like.
1: Oh, yeah. Totally. I mostly
0: feel like, it sounds to me like he doesn't have enough people around him that like actually give a shit about him as a person, which fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, it's really sad.
1: It also, you know, I have been a lover of Keeping Up with the Kardashians for a long time, <laughs> and so I've watched him on that show for a long time also, mm. and it seems like he just in general is maybe... Like, maybe the people around him that do care have gotten to the point where they're like, I can't do anything anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, there's only so much you can do for somebody. Yeah. Like, he might have gotten to that extreme level where some people are just like, dude, I can't, like, I've tried to help, not saying necessarily the Kardashians, but. Yeah. Because, whatever. But, (laughs) like, just in general, people in his life might have gotten to that point where they're just like, there's only so many times I can try and, like, get you the help that you need Yeah. before I can't keep doing that you know
0: and at the end of the day Um, he was fucking right about George Bush and he was fucking right about Taylor Swift
1: Beyonce should have won and George Bush was fucking over black people so yeah Yeah. I mean he he also says a lot of accurate things
0: he says some yeah he more recently (laughs) has
1: said a lot of fucked up things
0: or like inaccurate things that are really fucked up yeah but yes. also I remember when both of those things happened when he said George Bush hates black people and when he um did the whole I'm gonna let you finish and people made fun yeah. of him and like acted like he was being like woke con is so crazy yeah. he's so dumb that's ableist language but <laughs> yeah. you, you get what I'm saying but right. uh no he was actually like saying the things that now people are like oh,
1: of course yes of course I am woke <laughs> Right, exactly. So. I know. I know. I, uh, I don't remember who was talking about this movie. It was Seth, or not Seth, yeah, Seth Meyers. hmm Um, it was someone who was a writer for SNL. Yeah. And they were talking about... Writing us, they wrote a skit on SNL when Kanye was on there mm-hmm. of him interrupting people, mm-hmm. and it was before the Taylor Swift thing had happened. Interesting. And yeah. when they wrote it, he was like, Oh, this is perfect, I do that, <laughs> I interrupt people. They're like, Okay, <laughs> great. And then, like, a few years later, was when he interrupted Taylor Swift, and they were like, He does do you that. Do, do okay. that. He, he, yeah, interesting, he was not lying. that's what he does. <laughs> Uh, it's also I mean I don't necessarily have a right to speak on this because I don't have I'm not bipolar I don't have extreme uh, mental illnesses like that that require medication but there's also a moment where Pete Davidson talks about when Kanye West was on and he was wearing the Keep make America great again Mm -hmm. hat Mm -hmm. and he tried saying like the staff wouldn't let me wear it they're all bullying me and he was like literally no one said anything Mm. the whole time. Like, Mm -hmm. no one was bullying you. And he was like, I get it, man. Like, you don't want to be on your medication. I've said that too. Like, I've been off it being like, yeah, this is the real me. And he's like, there's nothing wrong. Like, take the medication. You don't get on a flight and have the pilot say, I'm off my meds. Like, this is the real me. You would get off of that flight immediately. Like, uh, and I feel like that's kind of... I mean, again, I don't know how much of it's real and what's fake, or like, you right. know, just lies right. put out, but it seems like that's the case, where it's yeah. like, I can't imagine how difficult that is, because just reading about it in, like, my classes and stuff, when you take those medications, obviously, you feel normal. Mm-hmm. You feel a little bit more balanced, or what, yeah. normal, in yeah. quotes. Yeah, 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 So you want to get off of it. Yeah. That's I mean, I take myself off birth control when I haven't had cysts in a few months, and then it all comes <laughs> oh, running back. Yeah. So I can't imagine something more serious.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. There's, that is something that is like, excuse me, difficult, really difficult for folks yeah. who are on the medications that quote unquote balance them um, yeah. and their symptoms. Yeah. And it's it's a real thing to Yeah, have to determine how best to support, like, from, as, a, as yeah. a counselor therapist or whatever, how best to support totally. people who are feeling like, I'm good, I feel amazing. It's not because I'm on the medication, it's because I'm fixed, quote unquote, air quotes, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. Yeah. 100%. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. So I was looking up this... Cover art. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you find in who the people are? I can't find it. I mean, I found the, the artist. Oh, okay. But this no explanation. Todd James. Yeah. I feel like what would have made this cover really cool is if... So do better, Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, is if it was like somehow... You should like move this around.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool.
1: <laughs> or like move the inside like those old books where yes. you like pull out the slide or whatever. And make
0: him like smile or like talk. Yeah. 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 That would have been cool. Damn. Also, no. I wonder how it feels to be the artist who did all of the decoration. I know. All of those other faces. And then the book jacket uh, covers almost all of it.
1: I know. I mean, I always take the jacket off, so I guess they assume. You don't? I hate how much it moves around as I'm reading. Like, you know, I always take it off. And then I usually use it, like, as the bookmark. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Here's an example of what it looks like to use that as the bookmark. (laughs)
0: never have done that i never would have even thought of doing that (laughs) i love it no i always keep it on because like i'm a little bit um rough on things
1: so i always assume that like i'm protecting it (laughs) see but that's the other part then you put this on and it looks brand new Mm. that's a good point wow you know you figured it out Yeah, I've really figured life out. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty impressive. That's what that guy says in Bridesmaids. Oh. (laughs) Pretty impressive. (laughs)
0: Impress
1: something? In real life? Isn't it? I have no idea. He's
0: in a... He's in those people... Oh, what? He's in a really funny movie when he's younger and, like, smaller and skinnier.
1: Oh, really? It's,
0: like... Really, fu- in my mind, it's funny. Because <laughs> you mind. love him. Yeah, probably because I love him. He's not as <laughs> hot in that one though. What is it called?
1: Cop in brainspins. He's one of those people where the name never makes sense, and so yeah, Chris O'Dowd. Thank you. Okay, Chris O'Dowd. The movie that I'm thinking of is called
0: Frequently Asked Questions About Time Travel. It's from 2009. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's not what I
1: said to you say for some and reason. And he looks Wait, did I say that? so young in it? I feel like I watched a movie about time travel. Anna
0: Ferris is in it?
1: Oh no, that's not the one I
0: watched. I mean, look at how young he looks in it.
1: Yeah, he looks I'm He's <laughs> a yeah, baby. he looks so young. So what's interesting is when I just looked him up mm-hmm. to find his name, mm-hmm. like I only think he's cute here. <laughs> oh, he's clean shaven. Maybe
0: that's why. Maybe that's why. Okay, now let's look at Jason <laughs> <laughs> It's so much personality. It's so much the person, but he looks fucking fine yeah. right here to me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're no, not convinced. Cute. I think he's cute. He's cute. But it is personality he's a lot. He's really cute. I'm trying to think what celebrity I really have a crush on right now. Mm. Oh, I do have a big crush on Jake Gyllenhaal right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what? if I've ever seen him in a movie.
0: Well. Like, a current Jake on... Gyllenhaal? I feel like his heyday was, like, 15 years ago.
1: He's very handsome. Like, as of now. Yeah. Because he was
0: kind of like that, you know, young boy toy looking thing for a while.
1: I know. I didn't like him then.
0: Now you like him. Yeah. With all the hair? Is that what you like? Yeah. Like, look how cute he is. Oh, so he... In that, he looks like... I thought you meant like this.
1: Yeah, sure. But
0: this looks like a mafioso. And what you showed
1: me looked like a sad boy. Yeah, he looks like a sad boy. <laughs> I think that's why. <laughs> uh, What else should we say about this book that our best friend... I best broken wrote. wrote. Friend, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Seth Seth Rogen. Rogen.
0: Um, it's really funny. I would say
1: watch it. I mean <laughs> read it. <laughs> listen to it maybe. Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm gonna try to do. So many people recommended doing audiobooks for my runs. Oh, that's a
0: good idea.
1: Yeah, you should. Yeah. Um so listen to it or read it. Yeah. I recommend reading it because it has all the fun artwork in here but and the pictures. Does he
0: do the voice of the audio book? I,
1: I think he does, actually. So I think he voiced the audio. That's probably that's a, a gem of an
0: experience.
1: Shoot. Who voices Seth Rogen's audio
0: <laughs> Google's going to be like, this? Seth Rogen, you loser of course.
1: <laughs> oh, my it's God. It's not him? You're going to die. Is it Jason Segel? It has 80 voices, what? including Jason Segel. Wait, do people, like, just jump in, just hop in the sentence and, like, popcorn reading? I don't know. It says Seth Rogen's audiobook, yearbook is read by over 80 narr- narrators. What?
0: Oh, yeah. shit.
1: Well, now I need to listen. I mean, maybe so, just, like, oh, my gosh, that was the other funny part when he's talking about Him and Jason Seagull. Seagull? Seagull? I was say Seagull, but maybe when we meet up, he'll correct me. (laughs) 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 Uh, When they're doing the eight-mile audition, and they realize what a bad choice they made (laughs) of reading Eat the Others parts, and they can't get through it. So maybe they do voice their own parts like that. That's a really good point, because he does...
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. Let's see... Who else? Maybe I should listen to the audiobook. Tommy
1: Chandra's in it. What? Okay, but he's not, he <laughs> has
0: no scenes in here.
1: Yeah, what's he, he talks about them at some point, I think. Really? I don't remember that. I don't remember. I think he talked about Cheech and Chandra at some point.
0: Oh my god, I just flipped open to this image of the, the oh, nudist. Yeah, the naked man. That was another moment oh where god. I had to hold, stifle in a laugh,
1: and it was tough. That was amazing, because I like how, penis hippie, that's how we label him, penis hippie. (laughs) But I like how, like, reflective he is on it, even in the moment, like, talking about as himself at that age, it's like, is this even more illegal because he's naked and we're 14? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) That's so
0: good. That's Um,
1: I also liked in that part. I think it was the part about his father in law at the restaurant where he's like, "Now I'm going to be switching to a present tense." Yes. <laughs> voice. Yes. It's like because I have told that this is much more in like I don't remember yes. what he says. But Like a much more interesting way to tell the story. He goes, "Okay, and now I'm switching back to past tense." Thank really you for coming funny. on this journey. Yes. With me. That was really funny. Oh my God, Snoop Dogg.
0: Snoop Dogg does make an appearance. Sasha Bear. He?
1: He does, yeah. yeah. He says, get the hose. Oh, the
0: hose. Bring in the hose. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which? I, I, like, I feel like it was easy to read this in Seth Rogen's voice because it's written as if someone's just talking. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, Even I noticed there are parts where he'll say, and I was like, mm, and then does quotes of yeah, something yeah, instead yeah. of saying, and, I, and said. I said. Yeah. 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 Um, but also that part with Snoop Dogg, where he's like listening on the bullet points, like who are these hosts? Does he just have them, waiting around? He wasn't expecting to write a verse today, but they were just saying that's very expensive. And, like goes on and on, yeah, on. and the last one was like why am I still saying the word hose? This is very inappropriate. I need to stop doing this. Yes. And it was great because at that point I was like, oh, I feel like he needs to stop saying that. Like, I feel like this is too much. And then he he, like has that moment of like, I need to stop saying this. (laughs) Um, Well, shoot. Now I have to buy the audiobook. I
0: know. But get it from your local library. You can get
1: audiobooks from the library? Yes, you can. How do you listen to them?
0: Um, there's apps. So...
1: Fuck That's Amazon. Genius.
0: Fuck Audible. Just get audiobooks from your
1: local library. I've never done an audiobook before, so I had no idea. Go on your. That's um, so great. I'm sure that it's New York. So I'm sure that you can, like, just go on the website
0: and request your. Yeah. Um, and if.
1: It's around the corner from me, too, the library. Very so good. If I can't figure it out, I can go in. Yes. Help me. What do I do? I need a book. Oh. Uh, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> what do I'm scared. Um. Okay, is there anything else we should say about this book?
0: Um, <laughs> how many stars would you give? How much did you, what did you rate it on Goodreads?
1: I haven't rated it yet. I would do five. Oh shit! Just because it was a fast read, it was funny. Like, you know, I don't think it was meant to be something like very deep and <laughs> mm-hmm. like thought provoking. Yes. You know. Um, yeah, I think I'd give it a five. What about you? Well, now did you do I a feel four? bad. I, <laughs> did you do a three? I
0: did do a three. <gasps> Not because I Why? didn't like it, but because, okay, well, I will admit, it took me like one or two chapters to get into it. I thought the mm. beginning was like a little bit, I was like less into it at the beginning. And so in mm. my first, my first evening of reading it, I was like, uh, this isn't good. And then it became good. So I think that feeling okay. stayed with me. I'm sorry, Seth. Like
1: Yeah. I
0: Well, I'm sorry.
1: That's why he's my boyfriend and not yours. <laughs> I mean, if Jason Segel wrote it, he, you know what I'd be rating. Yeah.
0: It. <laughs> of course. Even if it was of a big course. old pile of poo. No, but um Yeah. You know my my rating scales are like a 5 I res- I'd like say for the best of the best. I don't know. I was just yeah. feeling a
1: 3. Maybe I should investigate that. I'm sorry, Seth. <laughs> I think it's okay. You should do a three.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I will say there were and I wondered if this was like he was doing this on purpose. Mm-hmm. But he the way he wrote out like his grandparents' accent mm-hmm. and the way he wrote out like all the French people he knows, mm-hmm. all their accents. Mm-hmm. And then he was also very like big on though being like this is inappropriate. You shouldn't do these like invitations, Im- mm-hmm. whatever. I'm like, are you doing this on purpose so that we have to read in that voice? Right, like, right. And he even he even wrote out the Bohemian like accent in that one yeah. part, and I was like, I feel like this is on purpose to be like, haha. Now you guys have to be yeah. like the horrible people reading yeah. things in these yeah. accents. Um. But. Yeah, I think I liked that first chapter just because, like, I liked hearing that story. I know mm-hmm. that he started out by telling jokes about his grandparents. Yeah. So I did kind of want to hear that. I guess that second chapter was kind of slow. I feel
0: like in the beginning, there were, like, a few parts where it was, it just felt a little bit jumpy. Like, I couldn't quite follow the transitions between thoughts. It yeah. was a little bit like, Again, I feel bad yeah. for saying this because I I actually really enjoyed reading the book and I enjoyed the experience of reading the book. I just I think it got stronger yeah. as it went along. So I guess my advice yeah. if you're somebody who is starting to read it and you're feeling at the beginning like meh, like push through and see if Wait see it if out. it comes together for you.
1: That's actually a good point because the first star I have is actually a point where I was like, what is this jump? Mm. But then I think I just understood... His thought process. Like, I was hearing it in his voice, yeah. you know? And then I was like, oh, okay. I get that it's just, like... It was... On page six, he... is talking about his grandparents. And how, like, his grandma... Mm-hmm. Or they grew up in the Depression era. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking about, like... His dad... Uh... No, my grandfather was born in Winnipeg, one of three brothers. Mm-hmm. He played professional football in the C F L and lied about his age to go to war. Mm-hmm. When I was about six we were on a family vacation in Palm Springs and I cracked my toenail when I stubbed it in the pool. My grandfather said he would fix it and then ripped off the entire nail. We had to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and at first I was like Wait, he's talking about his grandpa and then all of a sudden here we're like in Palm Springs and he broke his toenail and then I realized like, Oh, what he's making commentary of like his grandfather lied about his age so that he could go to war. Yes. And he's, like, crying over a stubbed toenail. Yes. Though. And, like... Yeah. The way that he's, like, fixing it is different from... Yeah. Whatever. But what we would ex- But I, yeah. I will... That was a part where I was, like, whoa, this jumped to a weird... Mm-hmm. Different part of the story. So I get what you're saying, actually. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. It was kind of jumpy. There,
0: yeah, but I agree with you that you kind of, like, get a feel for it. Because I think maybe some things became smoother as it went along but I think also like you just kind of like I, I, he did do he still did jump in, within like chapters between timelines yeah but I think you just get used to it more
1: if you're me yeah
0: hmm
1: maybe I'll do a four <laughs> no don't
0: change it <laughs> I'm not telling you to change it well now it. I'm
1: just remembering that <laughs> I feel bad I feel like I I'm know. telling
0: you like don't
1: rate step <laughs>
0: high <laughs> there were problems yeah. with the narrative
1: <laughs> yeah how dare you <laughs> <Your boyfriend. laughs> now I'm no I'm reconsidering no I'm just I don't know we'll see I still have to rate it mm-hmm. but I uh, yeah instinct is five we'll see you said three Would but you would recommend it I would yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. I,
0: I rate a lot of books I enjoy as three like Oh, totally. and mean I don't enjoy it. Like, I, I did enjoy it. I would recommend it. Um, yeah. I am curious to hear the audiobook, and I might see if it's available, because I think I would enjoy that experience of hearing it in his voice, because he,
1: his yeah. inflection,
0: like, his comedic timing is really <laughs> good.
1: Yeah. Totally. Olivia, <laughs> what are we reading next? We are reading friday black by nana kwame Brina.
0: thank you for sharing and we
1: we saw oh roxane gay says to read this book so it's an obvious that's why we picked it yes yeah yes absolutely we've read two of roxane gay's books i think this is one of a few books that we've read based off of something that she's posted so it's But I can't remember what the other ones
0: are. Yeah. We trust we trust Roxanne Gay yeah. with our lives.
1: Yeah. Was Samantha Irby also one of the people that we saw because of Roxanne I Gay? I think so. Yes. And yeah. we love
0: Samantha
1: Irby. Yeah. We do. So that works. Um, cool, yeah. I'm excited to read this. Me too. Um, as always, if you guys have books that you want us to read. Yes send them our way you can send them our way you can message us on instagram on twitter via email all of it is at drunk the book yep email is drunk to the book at gmail.com yep. um you could leave a comment can you leave comments our on our website yeah you could put it yeah on our website drunk of the you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and in that review, you could put a book that you want us to read next. Yeah.
0: You can also um, listen to us on Spotify, you can listen to us on mm-hmm. Apple Music, and those other places that you have podcasts. Are we still putting it on YouTube? Yep. You can watch slash listen on YouTube. Yep. And, and I literally just made our Patreon bitches Yay So you can find us there at patreon.com slash drunk of the book. It's happening. Woo.
1: Very exciting. Yeah. What are we gonna put on there? Uh
0: you gotta go to the website to find out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> um another book that we should read. Is the new Phoebe. Yes. Is it out yet? Yeah. Okay.
0: So that'll be next. After. 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 So that would be in. What are. This is. September. This is. In November. in September. In November. Yeah. So if, you, were, if yeah. you are a friend of the pod and you can be a friend of the pod just by listening to us and you would like to mm-hmm. be on an episode, let us know. Again, mm-hmm. add drink of the book in any of those places. We have yeah. yet to have guest uh, hosts, but we are very open to guest
1: hosts. Very open. Yeah. And we can help you figure out how to set everything up, how to join mm-hmm. us. If you're local, you could just sit with for us. real. Yes. Six feet away. <laughs> <laughs> 15
0: feet, because I might not have showered that day. There you go. It's for your own protection See? from my armpits. Uh-huh, yeah. You <laughs> I use natural deodorant. Yeah. It's a case by case basis. <laughs> and <you'll find> oh. <laughs> us.
1: Where are you leaning? <laughs> We've let you get reading. that one.
0: <laughs> a really slow cat. <laughs>